I can't get the. Uh... <laughs> you know what? I'm clicking the wrong thing. What's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> welcome to the NS9 Post Game Show, um, brought to you by Pittsburgh Baseball. Now, hodgepodge of nothingness, whatever you want to call this thing. Pirates lose eight to three. I'm Jim Rosati. With me is Tyler. What's going on, Tyler? Yeah, football's on. Well, that's what I was. Thinking. <laughs> I, I didn't know we were going to even do this because football's on. But here we are, um, and it's really. Just to get right into it, to the exact yep. same story it's been for pretty much every single Pirates loss in the last month or so. Um, decent, I mean, actually really good start, right? Um, mm -hmm. And then bullpen comes in and just looks like complete ass. So that's, I think, it, that's just what happens every single day now. Um, yeah. It didn't happen yesterday, but I mean... I mean, on the bright side, Ortiz got a they clap for him. Yeah, um, yeah. How about that? The most important <laughs> thing to happen today was the dozens and dozens of fans attendance. They got to clap for the starting pitcher after four and two thirds of him just mowing everyone down. But I want to actually kind of go back to to the, the beginning here. So, like, I mean, this really is kind of the recipe for the Pirates' losses this past month or so. Um, Dan Zangrilli tweeted out earlier today in the last 26 games. So basically the last month, um, pirates have pirates starting rotation is the third best in the national league. Uh, they've got a 3.37 ERA, uh, over their last 26 games. I haven't counted yet, but I'm going to guess out of those 26 games, uh, they haven't won too many. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I think logically you can get there. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, last time I was on, I was talking to Donardo, and I mean, if you squint hard enough at this point in the season, I think you can kind of start to see a rotation for the future starting to kind of come together. There's still not enough high end talent there. Um, Ortiz took another step forward as you count. <laughs> What's the number? They're nine and nineteen in those. Uh, actually, starting... after well, after today's loss, actually nine and twenty. So nine and twenty, and the rotation has been the second best, and they're the third best rotation in the National League. Yeah, that's sad. Um, but like I said, if you squint hard enough, there's you guys talked about it a little bit last night with going out and getting a free agent for next year. But there are some spots that seem to be shoring up in the rotation. It's just mm -hmm. that their bullpen is just incredibly awful. I mean, they need to replace the entire bullpen. Like, bring Bednar back, let Crow, you know, maybe battle it out for a spot. But the rest of this bullpen needs to go. Yeah. 
I mean, and it's some, it's someone different every night, but it's always it's always one of them. None of them are good enough to rely on. Yeah, even Bednar right now is just not great. Now Bednar, I mean, he did pitch a scoreless inning today, but his velocity was up a little bit. But overall, he didn't look good. Banuelos came in, and I I said last night, I think, or the night before that. Out of everybody in this bullpen, I probably trust Banuelos the most right yeah. now, which is saying, which is like really saying something. Uh, but he sucked today. Um, yeah. Bednar lefty, again comes least, in lefty on lefty, the one job he has to do, and he yeah. can't get it out. Can't get it. Bednar came in, pitched the scoreless inning. Underwood, awful. Yohore, awful. <laughs> It's and, I mean, just, it's, and it's it's, it, it's just it's every night. You're right. It's every night. Again, I, we're, we're talking the negatives. I want we want to get to Luis Ortiz here eventually, but just an absolutely incredible start by him. He's looked great in his three starts so far. Uh, you would have liked to have seen him finish that fifth, and I think he could have. They took him out after 80 pitches, um, yeah. and that's what kind of opened the floodgates. You brought him out, and then all of a sudden the Cubs start hitting. Um, so. Just a disappointing game overall. The offense also was just really kind of uninspiring the entire game. Um, six, seven, eight, nine, six through nine combined to go over 13. Yeah. I mean, they got a guy named Collins playing first base. Jason Delay's Jason Delay. He, he, Throwing he balls all over the outfield. Yeah. He had two block. errors today. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I forget who else is it. And Cal Mitchell's back to looking like Cal Mitchell we've known. So, yes, seven, eight, nine's bad. Bullpen's bad. And one through six just didn't get do enough to get the job done. And, I mean, and one through one through five, well, two through five played well today. Um, you know, Reynolds, Homered, Cruz. Two two hits, Castro, a single, a sack fly, a walk, Hayes, two more hits. So like the middle of the order performed. It's just the rest of the lineup did absolutely nothing. Yeah, they did perform, but they just don't string together enough hits. The situational hitting of this team is just so bad. And it always has been. But that's what happens when you have a lot of bad baseball players. And a third of your order is literally useless. Yeah. Like yeah. Useless is probably too nice of a term for them. Seven, eight, nine, well, Cal Mitchell, Jason DeLay, and Collins is that's three guys who cannot hit a baseball. I mean, Cal Mitchell at this point, he's got a 73 weighted runs created plus negative 0.7 war heading into the game. Um, I mean, we, you know, it, it's kind of unfair. Like we, we kind of were all over Yoshi and Van Meter and they're older guys. Right. So you give Mitchell a little bit of a, of a leeway because this is a rookie season, but geez, like Cal Mitchell's gotta, been bad. He's been you gotta, bad. You got to show something somewhere. Yeah. And he, he, he can't feel anything. He can't feel He can't hit. No. Not really great on the bases. No. He's been the the third least valuable pirate to date. Um, only Cole Tucker 
and Yoshi have been worse. What did yeah. Yoshi finish with? Like a negative one point three WAR. One point three, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Negative one point three WAR. You don't see that too often. That's incredible. Yeah, and the amount the of guys. Who's... I would like to do a study and see how if the pirate where the Pirates rank among all time teams in negative WAR players this year. I bet they're up there. Um, well, the guy who basically replaced Yoshi as the full-time first baseman, also negative six, negative 0.6 war right now, Michael Chavis. So, yeah, just an overall – and Van Meter was negative 0.3. So those are your three first basemen, basically, who have played this year. Negative 0.3, negative 0.6, and negative 1.3. It's been a bad year of first base. It's been a bad year of a lot of things, but, yeah, first I, base. First base, definitely. that's – you can't get almost negative two war out of your first base position. It's over that. It's like <laughs> negative 2.2 war. I'm sure someone has somewhat of a positive war in there. Uh, Vogel, Vogelbox had like half a war. So I think he only played like two games though at first. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of bad, bad, but we're almost there. But let's get to the let's get to the good. So we're ten minutes in here. We haven't talked about the good. The good clearly today was Luis Ortiz. Um, I don't. What's kind of wild about Ortiz is, and, and you mentioned it today in the group chat, like he wasn't really on our radar because the numbers in in the minors haven't been dominant, right? Uh, the stuff clearly is there. I didn't realize his stuff was this good though. Um, but you know, you looked at his double A numbers and they're, they're fairly pedestrian. You look at his triple A numbers, they're fine, but like nothing stands out to you really about what he did in the minors. And then he comes up to the majors and you just see him just casually tossing hundred mile an hour, just dots like on the edge of the strike zone slider unhittable. Um, it's, I am amazed by what I've, I'm amazed by what I've seen from him so far. The two-seamer looked really good today as well. We saw him go back door with it a couple times. But I mentioned in the group chat that I might be the mo- more – I'm probably more excited about Luis Ortiz at this point than I am Contreras. And we discussed it a little bit. but Yeah, just, we can get into that here. Um, just the, the – he has stuff. the workhorse body, the stuff. I mean, he's a two-pitch pitcher really, but it's working so far. Very, he he's a guy to be really excited about. I think he really is, and uh, and you know how you can some you can actually tell sometimes like when people start getting excited by people because when you go to baseball savants or you go to fan mm-hmm. graphs and you hit the little player search, yeah, right, it gives you like the most popular searches. Luis Ortiz right now fifth on the list above Mike Trout. If you just click on the player search, you, you, you get to Luis Ortiz. So people are taking notice to him. People are, uh, are are like, hey, let me let me check and see who this guy is. Because, I mean, those pitching ninja tweets today, yeah. like he's, he's going to start getting some attention because the, the stuff is incredible. Yeah, it's not every day you have a starter come up that's pumping 100 nonstop. Especially the one who's like relatively unknown. Yeah. Like legitimate, just unknown. Yeah, like we had heard, we had heard the velocity. We knew there, of him. Yeah, but it was a lot of he's probably a bullpen guy. Yeah, 
And you see him, and he's carrying the velocity later into the game. The command's a lot better than I think what we heard about to this point. Control's been pretty decent. I mean, he's a guy to, that I'm very excited about going forward. Yeah, I mean, really, it was uh, – let's see here. I guess it was Fangraphs probably has him the highest. Like, they have him at 15th as 15th rated prospect mm-hmm. in the organization. And uh, and you can tell that the stuff has gotten better throughout the year because I'm, I'm reading a scouting report here. Scouting report says fastball has real sizzle, humming in at an average of 95. Yeah, it's not he's average now, of 95. <laughs> he's now averaging. Let's go. I just want to kind of see this now. His fastball currently averaging. 90.1. Yeah, you just don't, you know, there's only a handful of starting pitchers yeah. who are that. And, and you're talking DeGrom, Hunter Green. Like those are, those are the yeah. names you're talking about when you're saying that, you know, starting pitchers with a fastball like that. Uh, so his, his stuff must have gotten, you know, better since the scouting mm-hmm. report was written. Um, but the guy has pretty good command from what we've seen so far. The, the the slider and the fastball are both really good, um, and, and so now and, and like you mentioned, he has he's kind of got that prototypical workhorse body, you know, a little bit more than Rowanzi, where he's you know Rowanzi's a smaller guy, um, more high energy. Ortiz is throwing is doing this, and he looks like he's just you know in a rocking yeah. chair. Yeah, I mean, just. I don't know what more to say about him to show how excited I am about him, mm-hmm. but it's also like a cautious optimism because we are Pirates fans and yep. he's showing enough to possibly be super two status next year. Yeah. Watch that happen. He won't, he won't get called up until like July next year. Meanwhile, Bryce Wilson will get like 10 starts. Oh, yeah. God. But another point to mention about him, he, you brought it up earlier about how many innings he's thrown this year while we were talking. And that's, I think a good thing going forward because he's, you're not going to hopefully have to shut him down next year or something like that. Yeah. He's already kind of built up. Yeah. So his first year in the minors, he pitched, you know, a little bit over 50 innings, 2021, his first full season, uh, he goes 87. And then this year, uh, he's right at about 130 right now. So, yeah, I mean, you got to think next year, going to the next year, coming off a season where, you know, he'll get one more start too. So he'll end up with 135 or so innings pitched, which means next year he's going in with no limitations. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, he, he, he should be at that point fully worked up as long as he's healthy. Yeah. It, it, it does just suck that this is all happening at the end of the year. But yeah. it does give us good fodder during the offseason. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. And and it, it is the end of the year, but you also got to think where he was. Like, I mean, he was yeah. he was in single A last – at this point yeah. last year, he was in A ball. Not high A. He was in A ball. He skipped Greensboro, went straight to Altoona this year. Through uh, 10 triple A innings. Yeah. So, I mean, he's made a really quick ascension through the through the minor leagues. And, uh, and it's like you said, I think, I think you phrased it correctly. Like I I'm definitely 
and Donardo was talking about this too. Like I'm more confident in Contreras going forward that he's going to be like a really good pitcher. Like he's more polished. Uh, he, he's, he just seems like he's got it under control. I mean, we haven't seen enough of Ortiz to really feel like super confident about him yet, but from an excitement standpoint, you look at the stuff and you know, you drool. <laughs> the stuff yeah. is insane. Okay. Excellent start today. Four and two thirds. They took him out once he hit pitch number 80, uh, but he struck out seven. He gave up one hit. It was a single. Uh, they there had an immaculate two. inning. Almost had an immaculate <laughs> inning. A pitch uh, away. Yeah, he was one pitch away, but yeah, just an excellent start. Um, I took him on his over five Ks and he hit it in the, the, you know, like hitter number six or something or seven. So, yeah. um, And the Cubs are not a great lineup, but this was not a great lineup. You're right. Uh, But there were, you know, I mean, there's wisdom, Hap, Horner, Reyes, and especially like that in that, I think it was inning number two in particular, Nico Horner. He just, made look silly like nico the the, the umpire hadn't even called strike three yet and horner was already halfway to the dugout uh reyes he made look silly on a slider uh that was his almost immaculate inning was that that second he faced horner reyes higgins and then he got higgins swinging so (sighs) he looked good i i agree with you i'm i'm very excited about him he's got one more start to make and that start will be against the cardinals um which you know, he, he looked good against the Reds, obviously, in his debut. Yeah. But then he, he pitched really well against the Yankees. So it'll be mm-hmm. a nice test to see him against another good team uh, like the Cardinals to close out the year. If he pitches well against the Cardinals, you might not get people to shut up about him in the offseason. I mean, if he goes into <laughs> to next year with four starts under his belt and an ERA below two. With every peripheral looking just phenomenal yeah. as well. Yeah, there's you're gonna have a hard time. Like unless he blows up in spring training, yeah, you're gonna have a hard time not keeping him on, not bringing him uh, north with the club. So, yeah, no, definitely something to be excited about. And like, I don't really feel like talking about the bullpen anymore. I don't want to talk no, about Yuri. I don't want to talk about Underwood. I don't want to talk about Bonuelos. We already talked about the offense. I mean, we're it, it's a short and sweet show. But I mean, is there anything else you want to you want to talk about? I feel like we kind of covered everything. It was, no, it was a. Yeah, outside of game. Ortiz, outside of Ortiz, it was just it was a regular Pirates game. Yeah, not a great defensive game. Delay errors. Cruz didn't look good in the field. Yeah, it's um, yeah, they lost eight three. Yeah, there's not much positive to say other than the starting pitcher pitched really well. Yep, but some guys got some hits. Yeah. So let's talk about next series. They've got the Reds. Reds coming up. Uh, four game series against the Reds. I don't know. Three game series against three the Reds game. at home. Yeah. 635 tomorrow. Romanzi Contreras facing Chase Anderson, whoever that is. Actually, Chase is, he's been around a while. He's really old. I didn't realize he was still in the league. I, I know who he is. Chase Anderson. Uh, and then we got Mitch Keller and Hunter Green on Tuesday. So that should be fun. Uh, and then, you know, our favorite, Bryce Wilson starts the last game yeah. of the series. But uh, 
on the bright side, there's only one pitcher in the rotation at this point that I really don't want to watch. And that's him. It, it took right. us a long time to get here, but we're here. Yeah. And and I think uh, we're to the point where Bryce Wilson is definitely not going to be a part of the Pirates rotation next year. Yeah. Th- this has a good, let's see, how many games left? Nine. This could be Bryce Wilson's last appearance as a Pirate. Maybe. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, that'll be it. Tomorrow, 6.35, Contreras Day. It's Rowanzi Day, so make sure you're watching that. There's a reason to watch. Um, other than that, we might do Starbucks tomorrow morning. Depends on if Donardo wakes up in time. I'm Probably down not. to do it, but, you know, Donardo's lazy, so. That is accurate. Gotta, you got to watch out for him sometimes. But, uh, no, Pirates lose. They dropped to 56 and 97 on the year. They're still in last place. They uh, – they are tied with – actually, they are now officially a half game worse than the A's. So they're in 29th place currently. Ooh, baby. <laughs> but uh, that'll do it. Pirates lose, 8-3. Again. See you guys. <laughs> Peace out, Scouts.